Welcome to Other You, a podcast where we discuss a decision in our lives that may or may not have had a long-lasting impact. We unpack some of the factors behind it and then explore in short story form what the other version of ourselves might have experienced around that time or shortly thereafter. I'm your host, Dee. Let's see where this story takes us. Welcome back to another episode of Other You. I'm your host, D. Today on the show, I have with me, he works in computer support for industrial sheet metal machines. Like, if you own a sheet metal machine and it breaks down, he's the guy that helps you out. He's a single dad of two grown children, one who recently had a birthday, not when this airs in real lifetime, because this is going to air in a bunch of weeks from now. Um, But he's also a collector of things as a part of his hobby currently he's collecting wooden hand tools welcome to the show john mullins hey uh hey d how are you i'm great thanks how are you i'd like i yeah. I, I always seem to struggle with how to you know get that intro going because i feel like ah, i have a lot of energy but i don't have like an applause track behind me so <laughs> in that in that moment sure, when me. everyone's like cheering yay welcome there's and then you should have told me right. i want to cheer yeah yeah it's all good uh, uh, no, That's actually, both of my daughters had uh, recent birthdays. They were on. Oh, the, really? Yeah. Um, so the eighth and the seventeenth. They're oh, no kidding. Two, year, two years and nine days apart. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So tell me about this hobby you have of collecting things. You were telling me a little bit off air. You're getting into wood carving, and so you're collecting uh, old vintage wooden hand tools. Yeah, um, not necessarily uh, wooden, but wood working hand tools. Okay. So, um, although I do have, I am looking for one of the old, um, the big chunk of wood plane. Um, oh. It's essentially just a, a, the, a the, wood it, plane. Yeah, it looks like a box, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a block of wood with a handle on it and nice. a steel blade that you use Spore. to smooth down a piece of wood and cut yeah. it down into... You know, have, you, have you seen the, the, the competitive planing that they do in Japan? I have not. No. Oh, dude. So they, they, they use a, a, something similar to that, this large box and there's a blade yeah. on the bottom and then they just slowly yeah. drag it along. And, um, the competition is who can get like a full sheet planed yeah. off and how thin can you get it? And these dudes do it so thin you could like see through it. It's like cheesecloth. Wow. Um, it's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. That um, sounds like a rabbit hole I have to jump down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> and so one of the things I, I love about thing like competitions that end up having like a cultural facet to it. So for example, mm-hmm. here in the States we have uh, these like six shooter champions, this cowboy right. shooting essentially. And to right. participate, you have to be dressed up like a cowboy. Right. Right. You have to. And you, like right. you do the six shooting each shot, you fire, return it to your holster, fire, you know, so on and so forth. So what I have seen in some of the, the images and videos of these competitions of planing mm-hmm. is like, they're dressed in traditional Japanese garb. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, um, like uh, the Japanese archery, yeah where they uh they have the bow that's taller than them and they yeah that old samurai archery yeah for sure yeah yeah it's so it's 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 interesting it's interesting um uh if if there would be a traditional wood carving attire what what would it be (laughs) i don't know (laughs) a flannel shirt i don't know (laughs) okay so when you when you plane things you have to wear a flannel shirt good yeah actually probably like a uh a denim apron 
Okay. Um, that makes sense. Like a shop apron. Yeah. You know, outside uh, of that, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a, a dress code that I I'm don't know. Of. I don't know if you know this, but denim aprons <laughs> have gotten so cool. They, they sell them for like leisure cooks and bartenders oh, yeah? wear them. Yeah. Oh, cool. Denim, denim aprons. So, yeah. I mean, in, in case like your station catches fire, you'll be all good. <laughs> yeah. You'll be all good. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. So cool. How, how have you been in this life? How, how have you, have you been lately? Good. Um, not really very affected by the whole, uh, year of 2020. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I've, it, I've been sorry, fortunate so enough. Let's clarify. Uh, a lot of things have happened in 2020. Uh, are we specifically talking about the pandemic or are you yeah. also unaffected by the social unrest? Well, no, the, the pandemic. Pandem- um, okay. So specifically yeah, speaking, no, your, your work yeah. has, has gone uninterrupted. Right. Okay. Um, I, it changed for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, at, in the beginning back in, I don't know, April or so we were, we were at the office and there was, uh, some talk of maybe we'll spread out. Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do that. And then they mm-hmm. came around and said, uh, you know what, everybody go home, take your computers and, uh, hope you have internet. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so yeah. So we went home and, uh, wow. We, so we are they, are they, are they paying your internet? Uh, no, but I mean, that's, um, hmm. you know, interesting. I don't know. I guess, uh, we could have fought it, but I, I pay for internet anyway. So it sure. wasn't a big deal to me, but fair enough. Okay. Um, okay. That's cool. Yeah. We're, so you've just been, back, you've you know, been at home working and I know you do some, some traveling, you have to do some onsite stuff. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I've been at home. I'm pretty much back in the office now. Um, okay. actually, as we speak, I'm, uh, sitting in, uh, Freeburg, Illinois for a customer, um, have a machine that just will not communicate to the computer. Hmm. So I have to figure out why. All right. I, so I, I gotta, I gotta coming in and gotta, saving um, the day. <laughs> <laughs> I got to, uh, so solve their argument and make them communicate again, you know? Yeah. Okay. Cool beans. Cool beans. Oh, so for you guys listening, when he says solve the argument, nobody's fighting. It's literally how you describe um, programming language. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. The the things in there, there, they are quote unquote arguments. So he's not going to go settle a dispute at this factory because that would be hilarious if his job was to show up. (laughs) Because the foreman is sitting on the floor, just like screaming and punching this machine. And he's like, excuse me, sir, yeah. I am here to settle this dispute. What is your issue with the machine? And I will speak <laughs> on behalf of the machine in a moment when I hear it. <laughs> it's not really far from the truth. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Cool beans. All right. So with that being said, John, Johan in, that's German, right? Johan? Uh, yeah. Nice. Johan, hit me, hit me so. with your decision. Yeah. Actually, it's a string of decisions that happened over a number of years. Okay. So um, hit me hit me with the first, and we'll make our way down. All right. So um, the first one was, um, well, I thought about it for a while, and I didn't want to do like an obvious, you know, life-changing decision. Should I, you know, take a job, go to school, move out of my parents' house, whatever the case is, because... I wanted to make something that was less obvious that it would change mm-hmm. things in my life. Um, and that was whether or not to go to a new comic convention that was 
starting in Cincinnati. That okay. unfortunately is no longer a thing. But right. uh, as you mentioned earlier, single custodial parent of two daughters. And this was back in, would have been 2013. They would have been 13 and 15 at the time. Okay. And um, I, I had a day off, essentially. They were, I want to say they were at their mom's. Um, okay for at least a day, maybe overnight. I don't remember exactly. And I, you know, had a pretty much a free day. Um, didn't really have anything at all to do. Okay. And I saw this convention come up and I said, you know what, why not? Let's go. So how did you, how did you find out about this convention? Um, I believe if I remember it was in the, like in the newspaper or, you know, oh. like a current events thing on a website or, or something like that. So not at all word um, of mouth, literally an advertisement somewhere tickled you and you were like, well, yeah, yeah, it seems that way. I, okay. I, the funny thing is I really wasn't into comics and I knew pretty much nothing about comics at the time. At the yeah. time. I, I really don't know a lot now, but, um, I did, you know, it was one of those things. Oh, I'll try this out. It's something different. Let's go. That is amazing. You know? That's amazing. So, um, yeah. But, uh, how out of your and, element and, did you feel while you were there? You know, not, not really much. Okay. Um, and that's, that's what, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed myself there. I mm -hmm. felt, um, you know, I felt welcome. I felt, uh, I had a good time. I was completely alone and took me and me and me. Mm. And, uh, you know, I walked around and, Checked everything out, walked, looked at uh, some of the art, bought a few piece, bought a few things, you know, comics, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, trying to, trying to jump into the world of comics. Um, okay. Never really stuck, but you know. Sure. This is just an opportunity that, for you to be introduced to something new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just want honestly just wanted to get out of the house. Um, sure. You know, uh, not trying to sound like a sad story, but really didn't have any close friends. Um well, I shouldn't say not any, just a couple, but they were busy that weekend, you know? Sure. Um, so it was one of those things that I just, I had been go, go, go for a long time and yeah. so, decided to get. So the, the, the friends that you have, oh, were they childhood friends? Were they friends you met in college, work friends? Uh, work friends and, um, neighbor across the street. Um, you know, oh, just, okay. uh, yeah. Um, so they weren't necessarily friends that you had because of shared mutual interests. Like, oh, these are my, right. you know, Sunday morning right. football buddies or whatever, whatever. Right, right. Although um, my neighbor Ed across the street probably would have gone with me had he not been busy. But, gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. He was just, uh, I, I don't know. He was busy that weekend. I know that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the, no, high school friends and um, yeah, friends from the past kind of. I don't know. We, we just drifted apart. Yeah. It just, I mean, we will still talk if we see each other. It's not mm -hmm. like we, you not know, like you hate each other. It's just, yeah. 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 It's just, no, I gotcha. Just the our, way our lives went different ways and yeah. you know, it is what it is. So. Okay. Alrighty. So those are your friends. <clears throat> so if this is, if this is the, the earliest that this decision has impacted you, um, how, tell me about how this, what happens next with this decision? 
you know, let's, okay. let's unravel that. So if like, this is the, that, if that is the outer layer of the onion, what comes next? What's the, if that starts uh, uh, essentially the, the, <laughs> the same event a year later, um, yeah. I wanted to go back because I, you know, I enjoyed myself. Um, okay. one thing that, uh, one thing I, I, a little note on that is the convention was done by, uh, a comic book artist and a local comic shop. Okay. And the artist I had, um, I'd gone to see him at a signing, um, because my daughters were really into his comic. The walking dead. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> for those of you comic. listening, Cincinnati comic con was started and run by comic book artist, Tony Moore and his wife, Kara. And, um, tell me, remind me the name of the comic shop. Do you remember? Um, up, up and away, up, up and away. Yeah. Yes. So that, that's what he's talking about. Did you, did you meet him? Um, the first time you went, I, um, well, I'm, I went to a signing of his, um, I don't know. I was it, don't okay. So this was unrelated to the Comic-Con. Yeah, this was, this was prior to the Comic-Con. Okay. Um, so I even before the very first Comic-Con, there right. was, uh, okay. You went yeah. to that. Hold on, so, make a little so I went there and my, mm. my daughters, my daughters were with me and it was one of those, uh, he was finished at five type things and we showed up at like four fifty nine and 59 seconds. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So we walked in the door and the, uh, the, the owner of that particular shop, it wasn't up, up and away, but that, that particular shop said, sorry folks, uh, it, it's too late or something like that. And Kara looked up and goes, no, they're in the door. They're going to come up here and meet them. <laughs> that sounds like Kara. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I said, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, but then, yeah. Um, the first year of the show of, of since of comic-con, mm -hmm. I was, uh, walking around and I, I just, I recognized Tony. Um, yeah, he was pretty much out there, looked like a visitor huh. and I just looked at him and I'm like, Hey Tony, a uh, great show. Having, having a good time. And, you know, in in typical Tony fashion. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. And then, right. Yeah acted like he knew me for life and we went separate ways. And so then fast forward to a year later, um, I wanted to go, uh, I wanted so to go a, a year more. later as in 2014. Yes. Okay. Yes, the 2014 show. Gotcha. I, wa I wanted to go again. Um, and I had told my daughters about it and they, they were mildly interested so, okay. <laughs> um, you know, I told them about, about a lot of the things they had there and the, they had cosplay and they had, you know, a lot of artists. And so they go, well, we'd like to go. Huh. So, well, let me, let me look and see, you know, how much your tickets. And at the time I was recovering financially from a divorce mm. some years before. And, you know, um, I looked at it and I go, Ugh. I don't know if I can afford all of us to go for all mm -hmm. three days. So I noticed they had a volunteer page. Oh, okay. So I emailed the volunteer person. I don't, it wasn't Kara or Tony. It was someone else. Okay. And I said, Hey, um, what do we have to do? You know, how do, how does this work? Do I have to do the whole thing? You know, all that. So they replied, gave me some, uh, some information. Okay. And I said, 
all right, well, I'll, uh, I'll do all three days. And then I said, can my daughters volunteer as well? Can they bring a friend, whatever? They say, yeah, as long as they volunteer for, you know, the allotted amount, they can stay for the rest of the day. Nice. So, yeah. So, um, you know, they were old enough. They were, they could walk around the con, the con by themselves and right. not have any issues. So mm-hmm. took them with me. Uh, they brought a friend, they all did cosplay, you know, nice. All had, uh, that's exciting. Had a good time. And I, I worked the entire show and, um, kind of, interacted with a few people, you know, essentially it was just uh crowd control or, Hey, can you go grab this thing for me? Or, okay. you know, just sure. kind of a do it all kind of yeah. volunteer guy. A P, a P, like in film, you would, you would have been essentially like a PA a production assistant. Yeah. 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 Hey, get me water. Yeah. Hey, set this up. Hey, could you clean up this mess? Right. Hey, we're going to eat. Let's get people together. Yeah. I gotcha. Right. I gotcha. Okay. Right. So then I, Again, I just uh, talked to a few people, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody was super nice, super wel- welcoming. Um, just, yeah, it was, it was like, uh, like a big family. Yeah. And it turns out that Tony uh, grew up in the town where my cousin grew up and the name of that name of that town was called Barry, Kentucky. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember if it, if it was that year or, um, the next year I, I volunteered from there on out. I just volunteered every year. I remember we were, we were in the back room, uh, filling goodie bags for the artists. Okay. And I, it was just myself and Kara back there. And well, two things that I, I looked up at, I was talking about something and I made some stupid dad joke and I looked up and I go, oh, I'm such a dork. And she, she just stopped what she was doing and looked me dead in the eye and goes, dude, look where you are. <laughs> I said, okay, yeah, you got me. But then mm-hmm. later, um, she said something, you know, ask for somebody to do something. And Tony goes, who, who do you want to do this? She goes, Barry. And he goes, uh, dude, he has a name. It's John. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, she just called you Barry. Yeah. She called me Barry for, I don't know, after a little while, she, she started calling me John. Mm-hmm. But then um, she calls me and says, hey, um, um, you do website stuff, right? <laughs> and I, I kind of did the, um, sure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Totes. I, I had played with website stuff. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, you know, started to try to teach myself, but I never really got very far with it because, because reasons, you know, but. Yeah. Um, Life. Yeah. Understood. So I go, um, yeah, I'll help. Sure. You know, so in the end, it, it, it ended up that, that Tony essentially designed the site because, well, or he's an artist. Right. And if he had any, um, I don't know, technical issues, right. um, I was kind of the back end, uh, background kind of guy. Okay. Um, so then, uh, you know, we had a couple phone calls and did a few, uh, edits and changes and mm-hmm. emails. And next thing you know, there's the website, but yeah. So, you know, 
that's a long way to say my decisions were, do I go in this year? Do I sure. volunteer this year? Okay. Do I agree to make the website? You know? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, it, it all starts with that. And some of the things that have happened since then, if you, you have made some pretty good friends, I imagine. Oh, yeah. uh, and then through them, you've met other people that are friends. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. so some of the ramifications of the decision that you made, um, in 2013, right? right. That was the first year was just to go to this comic con that you saw advertised in the paper. You had such right. a good time. You wanted to go back. And when you did, uh, it, you brought your kids this time and you started volunteering. And then from volunteering, you volunteered for all the years that it was running until it stopped. And then even after that, uh, the, they like had you come on board and help them with the website. Yeah. So, I mean, these are some really, really good friends of yours yeah, that you never would have met if you didn't go. Right. No, I, yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have had this group of friends. Nice. Yeah. One of the things that I love about this series is, Sometimes you, you, we, I get to discuss gems like this where it's, it's truly mind boggling how very simple decisions can have real butterfly impacts, you know, on the rest of our lives. Right. Right. Just, you know, that like, ah, do I go to this comic con? You know? Yeah. Okay. And now you have some lifelong friends that have done some really good things for you that you were able to be a really good friend to somebody. That's great. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. All right. So yeah. let's unpack 2013, John. Okay. What job did you have at the time? 2013. Well, well, I mean, if you don't want to say what company you worked for, that's fine. Just what kind of work were you doing? 2013, I would have been at this job. Same job. Okay. Same job. So you were doing yeah. the support. Yeah. I've been here since 2008. Okay. Since 08. Okay. And then what, um, we already talked about your family life. You were a single dad at the time. How far removed from the divorce were you in 2013? Uh, we got divorced in 2006. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like seven years. Yeah. Okay. But it was, uh, have you, did you have a full custody of the kids? Um, I mean, it was, I, I was the custodial parent. Uh, they, they lived with me. Um, they would go visit their mom on the weekends. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, yeah, it okay. wasn't a, so it, you had the, the majority of the custody and they just, she, yeah. yeah, she had weekends. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't a, like a 50, 50 or a week here, week there. Was it, it every was, weekend or. Uh, some weekends, some um, weekends, some yeah, weekends. It okay. was, we don't have to, we don't have to get yeah. too deep into it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay, no worries. No worries. Okay, so you had the kids, um, uh, and you'd had them since 20, 2006. No, since, yes. Yeah, 2006. Yeah, 2006. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, how did the kids adjust to life? I mean, so she was 13. And 15. 13 so they would have been like eight the, and six, right? Uh, six and eight. Yeah. Six and eight. Um, yeah. Okay. So what was, what was that like being a single dad to a six and eight year old girl? 
frightening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, oh, man. you know, I, I could have made my decision uh, to the decision to ask for me to have custody, but I, yeah, I didn't want to go there. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I no didn't worries. want to go there. It's just, I wanted no, to make it something fun. more fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it was, uh, it was scary. I mean, it yeah. was, I, uh, you know, it, I, I had no idea what I was doing. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, parenting doesn't come with a handbook. Um, no, you know, luckily yeah. the baby doesn't come out with a little notepad <laughs> no, with notes for no. you. <laughs> if they did, I threw the manual away or didn't Dang. see it or, you know, it was in the packaging. I don't know, but, um, mm-hmm. no, they, uh, I, I was fortunate to have help from my parents. Okay. Um, yeah. Otherwise I would have never been able to take the job I have because sure. with the travel aspect of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they were very helpful. Um, Good. they, they, uh, would pick them up from school and, you know, take them to school if I couldn't or, right. you know, so that helped tremendously. Good. Um, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was difficult. I mean, financially I wasn't in a great position, um, because mm. that, that was par- partially with the marriage. I mean, it just, we just, uh, we didn't handle money properly. Um, mm. we'll say that. Okay. So it took me a long time to recover from that, uh, along with having, you know, two kids. Mm-hmm. So we, we moved out of, so we moved out of a duplex we were in, um, into a small apartment and stayed there for, I don't know, a couple of years until I was able to get to the point of buying a house. Um, that was a, a whole quarter mile away up the road. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Uh, adventurous. Did but, you feel, um, did you feel uncomfortable going into a I brand felt, new neighborhood and I mean, I was, a whole new yeah. part of the city? Jeez. Yeah. Scary. Relocation is difficult, <laughs> but, uh, no, we, um, we moved up there. Um, they stayed in the same school system. So they okay. were, they were in kindergarten and, or no preschool and first grade. Uh, the first year they were at that school, we moved, we moved in 2007. Okay. Yeah. Into the house. So about a year later. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was not easy. I, mm. I, uh, they, there were times when I was close to, you know, financial destruction, mm. <laughs> you know, the house was, uh, on the line a couple of times. Um, Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. I mean, it was, that's yeah, funny. it was, it wasn't easy, but it, I mean, again, it, I pushed through. I Good. sometimes don't know how, but yeah. you know, anyway, here we are. And uh, I couldn't ask for two better daughters. Aww. So, you know, they're, uh, are they both out of the house at this point? No. Um, my, my youngest is at university of Louisville. Okay. Uh, so she's out of the house currently until, you know, until I think, fall break she comes back thanksgiving break she comes back okay and she won't go back down until the next semester because oh wow of the whole covid sure yeah you know, so they're just they ending it they're ending it at thanksgiving and then they'll come back yeah. in like january I mean, they're, they're gonna do online classes but gotcha it's okay. not yeah 
Wow. Um, but then my, my oldest daughter, uh, she, she lives there, but you know, she, no, she lives at the house. I'm sorry with me. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So she lives there, but, uh, you know, it's, she kind of does her own thing. Um, yeah. I mean, I see her every day, you know, or her boyfriend come over and they'll, you know, watch TV, do homework, whatever. Cool. Um, but yeah, she's got, she's doing her, she basically has a business going on with, uh, I can't say basically it's a, it's a business. I mean, it's like a, like a second job. She, she does some, um, basically reselling of clothes. Oh, cool. So she'll buy, you know, like through Poshmark or eBay or stuff yeah, like Poshmark, that. Yeah, Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Cool. She does, she does Poshmark. I think there's another one she does, but she's primarily on, uh, on Poshmark. Poshmark. Yeah. And she's, she's doing pretty well. I mean, she's yeah, a, man. she does Poshmark, a good job. She works Poshmark hard. is a job. If you're trying to make money yeah. with Poshmark, it's a, it's legit a job. My wife, yeah. um, she's sold some stuff through Poshmark and the, the amount of, she's like, Oh, I have to, I have to like this many whatevers and share right. this many whatevers in this period of time. And on this, you know, frequency to be considered, you know, like this tier of seller. And I'm just like, that's just oh, like yeah. a lot of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's where she is. She's, yeah. uh, she, that started off, um, with, she wanted to sell a pair of shoes that she wore to mm-hmm. homecoming prom, something like yeah. that. She just, she just wanted to get rid of the shoes and wanted to sell them. And she sold them pretty quickly. Yeah. And she started to clean her closet out. And then she started to realize that I can make some money on make this. Some, yeah. And, make some actual money. You know, there you go. Cool. So, right on. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So, um, we talked about, how you're you this was off the air but you said that one of your hobbies is collecting hobbies um yeah <laughs> what what kind of fun things are you into in 2013 i mean it, we know it wasn't comic books uh um, 2013 would yeah. have been 2013 would have been um what would that have been um you play like board games or video games. Do you skateboard? No, I was is- I was kind of in the 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 maker um, maker's mark. Kind Risky? Of, uh, no, no. <laughs> like <laughs> the makers where you you um, you make things like little make electronics projects and three D printing and um, okay, you know uh, there there are maker spaces where you can go and use their equipment to, to build things. And, okay. you know, if you have a project you want to work on, mm-hmm. um, the funny thing is I really never did anything with it. I just kind of started to learn a little bit about electronics, sure. um, and you know, 3d printing, which really wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, they're neat, but I don't have a need for it. I can't, you know? I can't wait till 3d printers are super cheap. Yeah. Just the amount of nonsense I'm going to make when, once it's like <laughs> feasible to own one, like, yeah, I'm just, Oh yeah. man, I can't wait. I have, I got, I got plans, homie. I got plans to make a yeah. whole bunch of nonsense. <laughs> but, but no, I, I did that. Um, yeah. I gotcha. I, okay. I, so it was, um, and like they have those, they're like co-working spaces, um, there's one specifically here in Chicago that's really darn cool. It's a co-working space where it was like an old uh, Pepsi factory. 
and they changed okay. it. And so it has a 3D printing lab with a few different oh, cool. 3D printers of varying degrees. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a school that goes in there and they do like, um, uh, they build robots okay. in there. Um, and then there, mm -hmm. there are a whole bunch of spaces that you can go and just rent out a table. And it has, uh, it's just like compressed air mm -hmm. at like a whole bunch of different stations. Just, you know, yeah. so if you're doing any kind of like electronic work and you need to clean, there's like, you just pull it okay. straight down from the ceiling, you know, yeah. or it has like nozzles that you can fasten different types of like tools to it. So right. it's, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like the idea of being a part of like a maker community where you can yeah. build stuff. So you, but you were predominantly like in the wings in like learning and getting accustomed to that sort of thing. That's a, yeah. what you would yeah. have to about that time. Yeah. That and, um, uh, learning programming, okay. um, web programming. Um, yeah. so just like mostly because, nerd stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Nerd yeah. nerd stuff. Yeah. Nerd. Well, you know, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, okay. So like, um, <laughs> what, what was there a name to that community? Uh, this one was called the hive. The hive. Um, cool. it was a, it was a play on the area code five, one, three in Cincinnati. It was called hive one, three. Oh, nice. So, um, that's cool. I mean, but, it like doubles down as high hive is used to describe like think tanks and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Right on. I can dig that. And then it's, it's funny. Cause I, I right before the, the world shut down again, um, I started back into that this, this year at nice. a place called the manufactory. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a lot more like what you, you just described. They have a, they have a room that's all metal shop. They have a room that's all wood shop. They yeah. have a room that's electronics. Oh, yeah. You know? so, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Then, it's it's really know. cool. Th those types of places are really, really cool. And yeah. uh, I've been a part of like artist co-working spaces before. Okay. So the idea that there is a builder co-working space like tickles yeah. me on the inside so much because I, I love the idea of this community and um, endeavor to build or create or be creative, you know, yeah. where everybody's working together, they're sharing the space, you know, and oh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. But the, what the reason I kind of didn't really continue with that is, you know, as you can imagine with, with two daughters, I mm. was pretty busy. Yeah. So, sure. you know, I, I didn't have a lot of opportunity to get over there and mm. it wasn't cost effective, you know, yeah, I, that makes I, sense. I had things I wanted to do, mm -hmm. but I didn't didn't really get a chance to get over there. So I ended up uh, setting up some stuff in my house. Mm -hmm. um, I went and bought some some old test equipment, some uh, you know old oscilloscopes and frequency mm -hmm. uh, what do they call them spectrum analyzer. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> sounds like a, a part uh, that goes on um, the yeah. DeLorean. DC, back to the future. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe, but yeah. uh, DC, DC power supply, you know, just some stuff to mm -hmm. play around with electronics. Cool. So right on. Okay. I can dig that. Uh, what kind of music were you into? <laughs> what kind of music was I into or what yeah. kind of music was I listening to? Okay. 
how how do those well, two do? Tell, tell me how those two differ. Oh, are you just saying like your kids ran your life with music? Yeah, um, I I listened primarily to let's see Taylor Swift, um, mm-hmm. Imagine Dragons, uh, My Chemical Romance, um, Twenty One Pilots, Walk the Moon. There were other ones. Yeah, no, there were other ones, but I can't can't think of all the names. Okay, um, but myself. Um, that would have been about the time I was playing the 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 CD called High Top Mountain uh, High by Top Sturgill Mountain. Simpson. Um, he, my brother, earlier in that year, um, had tickets to a Dwight Yoakam concert. Oh, nice! And it was supposed to be he was supposed to go with his girlfriend, but she had something going on for whatever reason. So he asked me kind of last minute and I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go, you know, whatever. So then, um, we get there and it was at the, uh, Taft theater and we had balcony seats and, um, you look down at the stage and you see just like a drum set an amp and you know, a couple amps and a microphone. And you're like, okay, this is either going to be really bad or really good. Mm. You know, there's, there can't be an in between on this. Yeah. So then out walks this guy that, you know, pretty much looked like he just rolled off the back of a beer truck and not in a bad way. I mean, he didn't look, that was a bad description, but anyway, he, uh, he started to play and I, I just immediately just, latched onto this music and Sturgill Simpson is who it was. And, uh, he, he caught my attention right away. Um, yeah, at the, at the break we went and, uh, I went out and bought one of his, uh, CDs, you know, from, from a merch table and that. And I've pretty much been a fan of his since. Yeah. And okay. In 2013, I uh, definitely would have been listening to high top mountain. Um, probably some based off of that, like some of the older, uh, like Johnny cash, Willie. Sure. Um, and of course there's always the, the standbys of pink Floyd. Um, okay. So like Led Zeppelin, classic yeah. rock and there's like the Johnny cash, there's Sim- Simpson brand of like folky country yeah, storytelling. Non- music right yeah exactly storytelling music so storytelling non, music. non-bro country gotcha yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure for sure <laughs> no I, I get that yeah i get that okay so like songs, story story songs t- storytelling yeah. type stuff yeah right on i'm into that i'm into that okay so what what was your projection for yourself in life in 2013 um, what 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 did you see for yourself in the future at that time that's a tough one i don't know um I, I, I was probably, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really can't think of what I, what I would have been seeing at that time. Um, were you just more focused then on the day to day? Like yeah. get through this day, you know, I'm yeah, gonna, pretty go much, to work. You know, I'm going to come back home, take care of my babies. Right. Go to work. Okay. Yeah. I can take that more focused on just trying to be a dad, trying to, uh, you know, trying to get, uh, things straightened out 
<laughs> you know, sure. um, even though it had been seven years, but it's, you know, yeah. still, no, I, I understand. Uh, it, I understand. it was a long process, but, um, so yeah, just, in that vein, then tell, tell me what, what was the, the one thing that you got to do with your girls that you, that was like one of your favorite things like dad and daughter time where you guys, either you played checkers on Sundays or on every, you know, Thursday after school and you came home from dinner, you brought cinnamon rolls and you guys sat down and chatted. What was something that you guys did that was like daddy and daughters mm. that you remember was like that you loved? Did you have, did you even, did you have one of those? I'm just assuming. Not really. I mean, it was just any time with them. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't really have a, a thing that we did. Okay. Um, you know, like a the game every, night or whatever, pizza night yeah, or Friday we, nights or whatever. Right. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we did, uh, we did occasionally play some, some um, games like um, what's the one, uh, Steve Jackson game. Um, Munchkin? Hold on. Uh, yeah. Munchkin. Munchkin. Yeah. Yeah. We would, we would play Munchkin um, occasionally. We, um, there was a, another game we had called Zombies. It was kind of like a, not a board game, but kind of a build the okay. board game where you, you would lay out the map pieces and then you would try to move your, your zombies to, yeah. you know, you try to escape the zombies huh. essentially. Um, that, th- those kind of games. Um, but yeah, as far as a, a, a set every week or, you know, every Monday or whatever type of, uh, activity, we re- really didn't yeah. do a lot okay. of that. Went to the mall a lot. <laughs> Let's but... go to the mall. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. As you can imagine, with two sure, teenage daughters. Yeah. But um, all right. Hit me with what was your what what is your favorite quirk about yourself? What's your favorite quirk? <sighs> Examples are: I always have to have two sugars with my coffee, or you know, like uh, my dad um, closes his eyes when he eats. Every 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 he's never seen a bite of food ever. Yeah. That's interesting. Always with the eyes um, closed. That's just, so that's just an example of of a quirk. Uh, favorite quirk about me. Do um, you have quirks? Do you feel like you I mean probably many, but I don't really know that I know that that okay. I do. Um <laughs> you know, it's one of those things like, ah, no, yeah, that's not sure. me. I gotcha. Um but I'm sure there are plenty that that uh, I'll think of right as soon as, as, soon as we finish like, this. Ah, this um, one and this, yeah. No, that's fine. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. It just, if you had one straight away, I, then we could talk. But no worries, no worries. Yeah, I'm I'm terrible at being it's, put on the spot. Let's say that <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right. I think I think we have um a pretty good pretty good idea of what life is going to look like for other John definitely is not going to go to the, um, the comic book convention. Definitely not. Right. I feel like the information I have from you is, is going to lend itself to being like a more emotional, emotionally driven story. Okay. I'm excited. Cool beans. All right. So with that, we'll go ahead and we'll take a quick break. We'll listen to some music. And then when we come back, I'll read the story I will have written for John called Other John. And then we'll discuss it. Hopefully he likes it. Um, Yeah. But thanks for being here. Just 
Hang out just a few more minutes. We'll be right back. And now we're going to get right into the story. John, are you ready to hear other John? Yes, I'm ready. Awesome. Cool beans. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read through the story and then we'll chat about it. And here goes. Okay. Motionless. Other John lies in his bed awake, resting comfortably in the darkness of his closed eyes. His hands are interlocked and sitting idly on his chest, rising and falling with each breath. The cool air brings with it pollen and dander from the sprouting flora in and around his property. Each inhale whistles softly through his barely clogged nostrils. His house is quiet. It feels larger than normal without the sounds of his girls moving about getting their day started. He hums softly to himself in time with the alarm clock radio on his nightstand before belting loudly, I wonder why you never tried to understand a heart like mine. Other John sits up stretches deeply, reaching for the ceiling, and yelps before snapping back into a slouch. He smacks his gums, tasting the morning, his eyes still closed. He paws around for the mat for his slippers, effortlessly slips his feet into the furry slippers and shuffles out of the room, stopping to don his thin, frayed robe. He runs his fingers along the wall to remind him where he is in the house so he can keep his eyes closed for as long as possible. Other John makes his way to the kitchen. Flicks the light switch on and beelines to the coffee maker. He brews a small pot, takes out his single-serving creamer and a single-sugar packet and places them on the counter next to his favorite coffee mug. This mug has seen many a drink over the years. Thousands of coffees, teas, whiskeys, crystal lights, and hot cocos have stained the walls of this black-on-the-outside-white-on-the-inside mug. The narrow basin and tall walls of the mug belie the smaller-than-average carry capacity. Other John heads to the front porch, retrieves the morning paper before returning to the warming coffee pot where he patiently waits on the percolating coffee maker, stroking his beard in time with the bubbling. He watches intently as the stream of coffee fills his favorite mug. When it is done, he ritually taps the top of the coffee maker to shake free any droplets clinging to the spout before adding his single cream and sugar. He stirs with his finger, sucks it clean, and wipes the residue on his robe before heading to the kitchen table, plopping in his chair and pouring over the morning paper. He stops on an ad for a Cincinnati Comic-Con. Huh. Maybe I could go to this. I don't know. What would, he, what would I even do there? He lifts the mug to his lips, blows gently over the surface of the steaming coffee, and takes a small sip. He blinks, and the color drains from the room. The countertops are gray. The floor is gray. The table, his mug, his robe. All gray. Other John scans the room. 
trying to remember what life was like a moment ago. He observes the room curiously landing on his coffee and asking aloud, Do I always drink coffee this dark? Maybe the cream was no good. He takes a sip. No, that's not it. The coffee's as good as it's ever been. Whatever. Mother John enjoys his morning coffee, periodically moving from the table to the kitchen window where he examines the landscape, admiring the budding flowers whose pale petals tightly hug the developing stigma. The growing grass dancing in the breeze and the leafless trees slowly replenishing their shade with awe and appreciation. Some time passes. Mother John stands before his front door, keys in hand. The haze of the day slowly wears off and he is filled with calm. His cold gray front door stares back at him. His bag weighs heavily on his side, slung over one shoulder, pulling him toward the porch. His hip is kicked out to counterbalance. He jiggles the keys in his hands, shuffling through to find his front door key, taking it between his fingers and placing it in the lock. He takes several deep breaths before turning the key and pushing the door open. Oh, hey, Dad. Hi, Zoe. Oh, don't worry about dinner. We ordered a pizza and a cake. Happy birthday. Zoe. Thank you. That's so sweet. You, you didn't have to do that. You don't have to feed me. I'm the dad. I feed you. Right. Well, I mean, you can eat it if you want, or Skylar and I can eat the whole thing. No, I want to eat. I'm coming. Let me put my jacket down. Other John takes off his pale jacket and places over the dark couch. The room emits an indifferent tone from deep within its nondescript hues. He removes his black shoes and slips into his comfy slippers. He makes his way to the kitchen where he is met with, surprise, aghast, he cries out in shock. Woo! The room erupts in ha-ha-has. The tepid laughter mildly amuses another John, and he, he joins in with a restrained ha-ha-ha of his own. Happy birthday, other John, Zoe, Skylar, and a couple of their friends offer in unison. Thanks, girls. I am whelmed. That was really thoughtful of you all. He stares at the white cake with black lettering that reads, I love you girls and I'm proud to be your dad. Other John, confused, he asks, wait, did I get you girls this cake? No, you just say that a lot. So we figured it would be nice if we said it back to you, but we're not your dad. So we just put your favorite phrase on it. But it's definitely from us to you. Well, why don't you put we love you, dad, and we're proud to be your daughters. The two girls look at each other and offer a collective shrug. The doorbell rings, breaking up the pending awkward silence. Oh, I'll get that. It's the pizza. Dad, can I have $20? Oh, I, I thought I didn't have to worry about dinner. You don't. We already ordered it, responds Skylar in a matter-of-fact tone. Other John sighs, <sighs> reaches into his pocket, and retrieves a crumpled bill. He examines the achromatic 20. Here. Does this look weird to you, Sky? Lur. And what do you mean? Nothing. Never mind. Skylar rushes to the front door, pays the delivery driver, and comes back with a large cheese pizza. She lays it on the table next to the undisturbed cake and peels back the top of the cardboard box. Other John stares into the bubbly, cheesy center, trying to notice if there was sauce on the pizza. The girls and their friends pull slices from the pie and take seats in the front room, leaving Other John in the kitchen mesmerized by the side of a pizza he has seen a hundred times before. The dark, almost burnt edges, the soft, melted cheese throughout covering a thin layer of sauce. He cannot tell the difference between the sauce and the darkened edges of the pizza. He pulls a slice, enjoying the tension in the strands. He lifts a pizza to his mouth and takes a large bite. Hmm. Doesn't taste like much. He calls out to the girls in the other room. Where'd you order this from? The usual place? Skylar calls back. Does it, does it seem different? Like, it isn't as tasty as it usually is, Zoe offers. Pretty sure it tastes the same as always. Take another bite. Maybe the second one will be better. I can't taste any difference. Well, it doesn't seem much different, I guess. It's not bad. But it's not good. What would make it good? I don't even know. 
Why am I talking to myself? Dad, who are you talking to? We can't really hear you. Nothing, kiddo. Not important. Brother John takes a seat at the kitchen table and endlessly chews through two slices of pizza and a small square of cake. Finishing quickly, he takes note that he is unsatisfied. Time marches on. Other John sleepily shuffles, eyes closed to the kitchen. Upon opening them, the cascade of identical mornings blend together and amalgamate the hundreds of cups of coffee, one cream, one sugar, morning newspapers, single poached egg breakfasts, moments staring out the window at the drab floor that fill the yard behind his home. He sighs through the onslaught of nothingness. The empty house is quiet. His girls are both off to college and are enjoying the lives they are building as blossoming adults. He makes a pot of coffee, as per usual, setting out one cream, one sugar. When the modest coffee maker finishes singing the song of its people, he pours the cream and shakes the sugar into his mug, stirring with his finger and wiping it clean on his robe. Other John takes his seat at the kitchen table. He examines life as it currently is and takes note. He is unsatisfied. A chill crawls up his spine, lifting all the hair on his back and neck. He shakes the chill away. Blinking through the settling of hairs, he notices dancing white cream in his dark brown roast. His blue mug steams on the center of his cherrywood-colored table. He looks down at his cream-colored robe, beneath which is his green manufacturing t-shirt. He walks over to the window and watches the bright green grass dance in the breeze. He examines the purple, pink, yellow, and pale blue buds tightly cuddled in on themselves. He smiles through his admiration and is interrupted by his telephone ringing. Answering the phone, he asks, Hello? Hey, Dad. Mom said she'll bring us back around five. Do you want anything on your pizza? We just like cheese, and maybe you want something else? No, Skye. I like cheese pizza just fine. Okay, Dad, see you around five. Other John hangs up the phone, lifts his coffee to his mouth, blows gently across the surface of the piping hot liquid, and takes a sip. The end. Interesting. Oh, good. That's, uh... <laughs> Right I like the little, uh, I guess, dream twist. Yes. It, 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 I, I feel like that's what you were going for. Yes. Yes. That's exactly um, what I was going for. Not a very for. good dream, but. <laughs> uh, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you, um, the, uh, the birthday party, um, in my gray dream, mm-hmm. um, has, has actually happened a couple times. Really? Um, I've, yeah. I've been at, uh. I've been at work, come home, tired. It's my birthday. I know the girls have, you know, they, I know they'll do something, but I don't expect to open a door to, you know, like them and my parents standing there and pizza right. or, you uh-huh. know, um, but yeah, they've, uh, they've definitely done that. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny that you would, would put it in there like that. Like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but uh, I'm sorry. I don't remember. I don't recognize the song. Oh, so the, the song was um, Dwight Yoakam. The name of the song is called A Heart Like Mine. Oh, was, yeah. OK. Yeah. It was off of an album from 2012. And yeah, this song on the album was like Rolling Stones, like 39 best song of the year. Or ever, or okay. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know that song. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know it well, but I, I, I know of it. Yeah, gotcha. So I yeah. thought it sounded familiar, but I, I, I couldn't, uh, couldn't place it. Yeah, so. yeah, and you know, so if ever I put a song in a story, I always try and sing it. But this mm-hmm. one, it has such a, 
syncopated, you know? Yeah. Like it's like long drawn out pause, long drawn out pause, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's not yeah. as easy to, to sing right. through it. Right. And yeah. that's, uh, that's a lot of the way he, the way his songs come together, I think. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I did notice yeah, that. That was, that was very cool. I like that. Oh, right on. I like the, uh, I like the, the, the twist at the end. Oh, cool. Was, uh, Just snap right back to where you were sitting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right on. I couldn't, yeah. uh, couldn't figure out where you're going with it ah at first I'm yeah like, you know what? it's like as i was going i was like really enjoying just the moment that you were having um kind of by yourself because like so in my head i tried to envision you that you know sunday morning or whatever saturday morning and mm -hmm. you know your kids are with their mom and they're you're at home by yourself what do I do? What do I do? Sort of yeah. thing. So I was kind of enjoying that. Yeah. And then I kind of like the idea of playing around with, all right, here is a, a gray, you know, stage. What's happening on this yeah, yeah. gray lifeless stage. Right. Right. You know, just like, yeah, you captured the whole, um, I'm trying to think, it seems like there was a movie. Well, I mean, there's uh, Pleasantville. If you remember Pleasantville. Yeah. Yeah, that's something like that. Although Pleasantville was really, really great, right? Everything in Pleasantville yeah. was awesome. There just was no color, um, right? So um, even all the people were white. So yeah. it was, it was. Uh, but yeah, but the like the girl Reese Witherspoon, she was uh, dissatisfied with that. She wanted some color. So yeah, but yeah, I was a, uh, I was a, I was a pretty uh, sad, lonely guy there for a while. Well, I mean, I, I tried not to make it that you were sad and lonely, but yeah, just yeah. like the idea of, you know, wallowing, like, I feel like your subconscious was telling you like, Hey man, if you just wallow in your loneliness here, you're going to be real unhappy. Right. Yeah. And although I feel like in my head, it took you years to figure that out, like daydreaming for years long, you know, cause yeah, like your girls yeah. are in college at this point and they were 13 and 15, I want to say. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they would have been yeah, thirteen or fifteen that year. Yeah. So, so I mean, so in yeah, my head, you're like sitting at the table, just daydreaming every single gray day for years and years. I mean, I, that's not that's not really far beyond what could have happened. I mean, you know. Yeah. I'm not not that you know. I'm I'm like. <sighs> you know, the, the, the really depressed guy or anything, but it's possible that I could have just kind of floated through life, you know? Yeah. 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 And, I, see, I didn't want to like indict, you know, you as like, Oh, you know, if you don't do this thing, you know, go to Cincinnati comic con, you're just going to be, you know, a loser. I didn't want to do that. Right. So you no, yeah. still had your job. You still had a relationship with your kids. That was good. You know, there was still all of that happening. It's just, there was just a certain measure of, you know, colorful facets of life because everything else yeah. was still there. You know, that, that, yeah. Every, yeah. All know. the, all the good parts were there, but I just, there was something missing. Right. I need yeah. more. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't, I, like, I, I tried really hard not to paint you as just this sad loser. Like, have you ever seen the movie, The Machinist? 
Yeah. Yeah. So something like that where he's just like super depressed and like goes into his own like spooky little scary, you know, his, his, his loneliness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want that to happen. And like, as that, because I was doing it in black and white, I didn't want you to be just like this. Oh, um, you know, so. Right. Right. And it didn't, it didn't convey that, you know, it, it just, uh, it, it was kind of a, just a plain life, you know, yeah. not, uh, not a lot, not a lot of, uh, anything besides just work home, work home, work home. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Did I say already that, uh, you, um, captured part of me that would, with the, uh, walking through the, um, house with my, not necessarily my eyes closed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You, you, you mentioned yeah. that you mentioned that in a, in our first take. All right. So for those of you listening, uh, we had like quite a bit of a conversation and then I realized that my software had decided to stop recording. So we're doing all this all over again. So Oops. yeah. In the first, in the first, um, uh, in the practice, the practice take, uh, you <laughs> mentioned that. Um, yeah, I thought that was fun. I thought it would be fun if you were, you know, kind of like just in that sleepy state that they say mm-hmm. that, most people can walk through their house completely blindfolded um, and not bump into anything or knock anything over. Just like our spatial awareness is so accustomed to the space that, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I imagine. I could. Yeah. But it's also like fun. Were you ever, did you ever do that thing where you're walking along a hallway and you like stick your hand out like your Wolverine slashing through everything on either side of you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I still do. I, I do it at work. Like when I walk between the, the, I only do it at like one spot though. When I'm walking around to my desk, I I just, I always rub my hand on the wall and walk around and sit at my desk. There you go. It's, I, I, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. Yeah. You know, I gotcha. So yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's, uh, you know, maybe that was my quirk that you asked about on the last session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could be, could be. And, uh, and just for the record, I did not think of any when I, when we, uh, took, got off the call. So, Oh really? You uh, didn't, you couldn't think of any. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't think of anything. Nice. Okay. I mean, that it, works it, though. It, I, it, I enjoy that. So I was able to pick out a quirk <clears throat> that we never talked about. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That was, uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's great. But, um, That's great. Yeah. That was, I enjoyed that. Good. Good. I, I'm glad. I, I really like that. I'm glad. I'm super glad. I mean, th- yeah. thank you for being thoughtful about your decision. Um, I really appreciate that. Um, oh yeah. I, I, uh, you know, I, I thought of so many and yeah, honestly over the, uh, since our last, uh, segment, I guess, mm-hmm. um, I've, I've gone through and I thought, you know what, maybe, uh, no, maybe I could have, well, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gone, I've gone through so many different things that, yeah. that could have worked and, you know, but I think mm-hmm. I picked a good one. I, I, yeah, I like no, I, I mean, think. this is, this was a really good, this is like pretty much everything that I ask people to think about. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. going to Comic-Con is the most, like one of the most innocuous decisions you can make. Right. There are no stakes right. at all to going, no. you know, it's not like, you're like, okay, do I go to work or do I skip work and go? No, it was literally like, I got, yeah. I got poop to do today. Yeah what can I do? You know? And, but it it turned out to be, you know, the, 
like the very first step to developing a friendship with like a whole bunch of people. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like there for a while it was seemed like almost every week there was a new person that I was, you know, somewhat acquainted with. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, you know, I know a guy in Scotland now, you know, Oh wow. (laughs) You know, he has, sent me Facebook messages asking me for some, like some advice on a circuit for this thing that he was building. Um, wow. He got, yeah, he got like an elevator push button panel somehow. I don't know. And he was looking for, I forget now what it was, but he was looking for ways to, to light up the buttons in a certain way. Oh, wow. And I mean, I'm by no means an electronic engineer, but I did some research and, uh, found a like an online circuit simulator and played with it a little bit found it sent him the link and said here try this so you know. nice but yeah it's 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 really strange how those little decisions can can be such a big decision without knowing it yeah so yeah, yeah. i mean it's 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 amazing how like little decisions we make um really impact so yeah. Oh man. That was fun. I appreciate you asking me. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Um, yeah. was there anything else about this story that, that, uh, stuck with you? Anything we haven't talked about yet? Uh, let's see. There's a song, the walking through the house. Oh, I don't, I don't do a robe or slippers. I just sleep in like a t-shirt and shorts. Um, I but, figured, I figured like, yeah, I figured I was like, ah, yeah. oh, this dude probably walks around his house barefoot in just a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much now let's, let's do the robe that. just, just because Other. it's fun to imagine. So like when I think of a robe and slippers, do you remember, um, I'm pretty sure it was fight club, Edward yeah. Norton or usually there Edward Norton or Brad Pitt. One of them, they had a robe on with slip fuzzy slippers. Yeah. 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 So in my head, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's the picture of, of John that I want. So, yeah. but no, you, uh, you captured, it's, it's strange how well you captured like my daughters and mm-hmm. I mean, outside of even the, the, um, the, uh, party, mm-hmm. you know, but even outside of that, you, you captured kind of their, not necessarily personality, but a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, really, I feel, I, I don't know. It's, it's quite possible that I could have been other John. Mm-hmm. It's quite possible. I could have gone that direction and just been like, you know, yeah, float through life and take every day as every day. And yeah. I, I still can't, there's, there's a, a show or a, a, a character in a show that, I seem I, I can kind of see, but I can't think of who it is that just kind of does the same thing over and over and over. Not Groundhog Day, but mm-hmm. you know, um, I gotcha. Yeah, kind of has that that boring do nothing life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do you ever call like so, so it's Skylar and Zoe? Do you ever yeah. call her Sky? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, and do you, yeah. does she ever like finish it off? Um, no, no, okay, no. Yeah, so that's that's she, something uh, that I'll do. I don't like it when people call me Dan. 
I hate it. So yeah. if, if I'm talking to someone, they're like, Hey Dan, I'll finish it. Yo, what was that? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I well, say, I mean, I, I know a lot of times you say they're just D. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause oh. if I, if I introduce myself as D, the, the chances that people are going to call me Dan are like slim to none. A lot less. Yeah. yeah. Like I, well, to be fair, no one has ever, when I was like, Hey, uh, when they're like introducing a, hi, I'm D no one has ever gone. Oh, Hey Dan, never, not once. I wouldn't so, think so. I mean, yeah. No. Uh, I mean, they've asked me like, wait, is D short for something or is it just a letter? You know, I mean, I've gotten a lot of that, but no one has ever called me Dan, which makes me happy. Yeah, just, so just that's tell why you were named after D Snyder from Twisted Sister. Oh, I, I say D, D Brown all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, technically, so, um, my last name Moreno is, it's like translated to dark. It's often okay. used to describe people with brown skin. So okay. the basketball player D Brown, um, uh, quasi translates to, you know, D Moreno. So I always yeah. tell people like, okay. Oh yeah. Do you remember D Brown, the basketball player? I'm named after him. Really? No, no, yeah. but I go by D. So please just call me D. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Oh, how do you guys um, take your pizza? A lot of times just cheese. Um, because Skylar doesn't really like, uh, a lot of meat yes. so she'll go with pepperoni mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. she'll go with pepperoni um if it's there but usually if it's like what do you guys want she just wants cheese cheese just cheese so we'll either just get a cheese or you know half and half or gotcha. one of each or whatever but nice but yeah yeah even even that would have been uh pretty been, accurate um, right and it's it's also funny um you asked about uh, things that we always do. Um, mm -hmm. and that it's not really something that we all, um, do, mm -hmm. but there for a while when we would order pizza, actually, normally it would just be myself and Zoe because Skylar would be gone to her boyfriends or whatever. And then it's myself and Zoe at home mm -hmm. and we would order pizza from Dewey's and, um, we'd go pick it up. I'd bring it back to the car and almost every time Zoe would have a car slice. Ah! She'd eat, she'd eat one slice on the way home. That's and then great. We'd go home and, you know, a car but, slice. I like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, 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 you hit a lot of things that were quite a bit accurate. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad I was able yeah. to, to, to hone in on some facets of, your guys' actual life well, as, a, as I was creating the story. Yeah. Cool, man. And, and that's, that's from really not knowing a lot about me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's, uh, yep. That's, uh, that's cool. Awesome. I'm excited to share this with, uh, with other people. Yeah. So February, you're the, it is currently February 3rd. So, um, Hey John, welcome to the future. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Um, right. Yeah. So for those of you listening today for us is um, the day before the election. Yeah. How, 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 how did it turn won. out? <laughs> how did it yeah. go? Um, yeah. I mean, whoever, whoever it is, is already inaugurated. Yeah. At right? this point. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, the, so, the uh, whoever wins tomorrow is already, has already been inaugurated into office. Right. right. I'm just Hopefully curious to know, like if there was any fallout, you know, you know, what are the, what are the coming weeks? What, what were the coming weeks like guys? Right. right. R- remind that's, me. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, um, as much as I hate to, to think this way, I feel like whichever way it goes, it's not going to be good for a while. Yeah. You know, at least one person's going to be unhappy no matter who yeah. wins. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. On but either I mean, side, yeah, there's going to be at least one that's unhappy. Yeah. It's, it's weird because for different reasons, yeah, it, it'll be not, not the best for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So agreed. But anyway, yep. <laughs> All right, we we'll find out coming up. We so. sure will. All right, thanks everybody for listening. This has been Other John on the Other You podcast. Hope you guys had a, a good time listening to us chatter. Hope you enjoyed the story. Please come back next week for another episode. But for John, I'm D. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye.